0: Welcome to Lease FM. Today I'm joined by Lauren Engel, photographer, uh, interviewer, vlogger, rising star in the LA music um, scene. And she's just been like really on fire lately um, with the series she's doing called Sidewalk Talk on YouTube. and I am really happy that you
1: you accepted my... Oh, my gosh. What an intro. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you for having me on here.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, my God. Well, um, but no, seriously, it's been really inspirational. Um, as someone who wants to move to L.A., um, I've been in Chicago my whole life, and, and and L.A. is looking really good. And then to be able to see it in your in your show, like you walk through it, it's just such a cool concept um, with these musicians yeah. who are all also on the rise Um how how did you yeah, come up with that? I moved
1: to here. Thank you. I moved oh from Hong Kong like two three months ago. So that's mm. Chicago. Wow. Would be easier your move.
0: Yeah, no kidding. So <laughs> tell me tell me about that. Tell me just about your journey. Um, you know, briefly. It doesn't have to be in depth, or it can be whatever. Um, but like, how did you come to LA uh, from Hong Kong, and and why did you decide to start this particular project? And tell us a little bit about yeah. what Sidewalk Talk is
1: hmm So I pretty much lived in Hong Kong my whole life, and I started listening mostly to, like, electronics. I have a lot of plume when I was back in high school, but it's, like, I couldn't see any of these people live. Like, I would just, like, dream of, like, being able to, like, see them live, and it was, like, kind of in my own bubble. People in Hong Kong didn't really, like, go on SoundCloud or anything, and then I went to college in Boston, and that, like, super opened my mind. Like, I remember, actually, my first concert ever it was floss and that was when i was i think 18 19 wow. and it just like blew my mind that people i listened to on soundcloud when i was in hong kong like actually seeing them live and it like was so surreal and then i think i went to only like a few after that um when i was in boston and then i just was always curious to hear about these like artist backstories and especially for like initially the electronic scene there wasn't really any of that um my read a lot of like written interviews but then I really wanted to see like the way they spoke like what does Bauer's like gestures look like um like how does he talk um how does he like like explain all about topics he's interested in there wasn't really much for that scene and then yeah so and then I did some like internships in New York and that like actually I met a lot of musicians through like Moving Castle and everything and that like connected me and like it was cool seeing them like hang out and then like do shows and then so that's part of like how my blog series came about because I was interested in seeing like just like showing people kind of the life behind the scenes of all these artists that are my friends totally so and then fast forward after college <laughs> I graduated and then what was your degree in to, oh I did um international affairs and like business so like marketing and stuff
0: very very practical of you international so you can you know you know kind of use those what what kind of international skills do you really like do you learn how to talk to Americans so
1: like in my (laughs) I did a study abroad in Geneva so like with the the UN and we did like disarmament gun control and I was actually super into it Wow! and um, I actually really love school I had a comment just recently on my youtube that was like wow all these like artists like hated school and then i actually like never missed a day of school same. I was like had like scholarships and like honor programs it's kind of crazy like looking back oh for sure i was um, a total
0: nerd i did model united nations um which is a thing oh yeah that's like about.
1: so that's like the, yeah yeah it's like we the had that in my house, so that's like really similar uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah so
0: yeah i did that's model cool. UN. i was like all about it i went to every class i, I like tried not to miss class like i'm completely the yeah. same way maybe it's just like us interview types we like to to learn yeah
1: that's the thing I think that's how I got like my interest in like I do like super deep research mm-hmm. and I treat every interview like um like a paper or something and I like try to get to know like as much about the artist but I think that's how my like kind of like education kind of like made its way through into like how I interview self but anyway so after I graduated I went back home and then I was working i did like data analytics <laughs> yes. so actually i still Don't do that now yeah point. yeah hey you gotta make yeah. money <laughs> so i like love it like i love numbers Good. i love i yeah and even like starting for my videos i've been like wait like i have all this knowledge in like data analytics how do i apply and like mm-hmm. how to analyze like what videos do well like how to optimize it so that's like it was really fun for me in hong kong and then i did that for a year and then I was just, like, in Hong Kong, I did a few interviews. They did, like, one acts, autographs, all hand. Those were fun, but that was, like, within the span of, like, the whole, I think, 2016 or something. So, only in the whole year, like, so few acts came out, and I was, like, going crazy. I was, like, I really need to do this. And then, like, that's, like, two, three months ago. I was, like, okay, like, I've been at my job for a year, and, like, I talked to my boss, and then now I'm, like, doing it, like, part-time here.
0: So so you're here on a on a work visa or
1: no my dad's american i'm half oh. half. like my dad's well, from new york and my mom's chinese that's awesome for you
0: yeah <laughs> i love that dual citizen so are you a, a dual citizen or are you just have yeah like, great Duel with hong kong yeah oh my god really so that's good. why yeah. you are so like so yeah that that's perfect oh and so how mm-hmm. do you miss hong kong like how is has that transition to la been
1: it was like pretty easy. I don't know, it's everything that I thought it would be. It's kind of crazy Cause like especially like with Twitter, it's like pretty accurate. I've just been like I feel like the the months before moving to LA kind of like prep not like prep myself, but like like watch a lot of like my friend who moved to LA, like IG stories that I knew like what it was kind of like or like Twitter mm-hmm. and then like it wasn't really that difficult, honestly. Like yeah, I guess I just yeah, I don't really think about it. I just like moved here and I like okay, let me just start working. Totally,
0: no, that's awesome. Um, and I know you you are a photographer as well. And your Instagram is girl on fleek. I love your Instagram. Oh my
1: gosh, thank you. It's
0: beautifully curated. I'm just like, damn, that's goals right there. Um, but so how? Where does that fit in? Is that just like kind of a hobby, or was that like a, ever a professional interest? Or, or does, do those skills you think translate into videography as well? Like, tell me about the photography stuff.
1: Yeah, actually, photography is a huge part of my life. I started when I was like 15, 16, like, you know, like high school photographer, mm-hmm. and then i super competitive. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to be the best. It's kind of ridiculous. And then I started shooting like every week or a few times a week. I did like people from school, and then I started doing agency models, and then people in Hong Kong started noticing my work, and I did a lot of like brand campaigns, and then started submitting my stuff to a lot of magazines so
0: damn that's so cool as a teenager like like,
1: everywhere through
0: college like was that like a job did you make money from photography
1: yeah I did I started making money from it like in high school like in Hong Kong like within first first or second year in Hong Kong
0: very impressive and
1: then and then um kind of like wherever I was like the good thing about like a freelance like photography thing is like I was in Boston I like made money from that and like new york and i studied abroad in like yes. australia and i just like it's randomly such a just like made money
0: transferable yeah skill. that's awesome how cool I yeah need to... and
1: that's actually how i met a lot of the musicians initially like oh. i photographed them like the first people i met the moving castle people mm-hmm. brett um i shot for like this music blog called daily beat and then yeah it's actually and then most of the people just knew me as like the photographer because i shot everything like behind the scenes and like that's how i like met a lot of these musicians like Three, four years ago.
0: Wow. That's mm-hmm. so great. So you've just been kind of building this network even while not living in L.A. Yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm. And then and then here you are. You come to L.A. three months ago or whatever. And then you just mm-hmm. – how, how have you done it? Like, really, for the audience, Lauren has released, I mean, at least three, right, vlogs a week of her – the Sidewalk Talk series um, of her talking with, um, like, a different – awesome notable musician um about really valid things and like just beautifully shot like how did how did that when were you like you know what what was the first episode you said you did a couple like a couple years ago just like trial uh
1: well for well that was for just like interviews so i got my first start in doing interviews with Seaheads magazine like they're super amazing like been doing stuff with them for like six years they're based in vienna totally and then just like so that's how I was able to put my photography out there. And some interviews have been like collabs with them. Yeah. But like they gave me like the platform to like interview whoever. And like they really, at first, even my questions, like I didn't, looking back, I'm like, oh, why did I ask that? But like they really <laughs> liked the super like raw, exactly, um, like really in-depth questions. So like I was super inspired by that. And then like that's how I like got my core in like interviewing initially was like with sea heads.
0: Cool. I, I, yeah, that's so mm-hmm. that's so neat. um so okay, let's back up because we've already been talking for ten minutes, and i I need to get into the influences portion since that's the backbone of this podcast. Mm-hmm. we'll get back to your journey um throughout these. Uh, that's usually how it works because tangents okay. are what podcasts are all about <laughs> so or this podcast at least um. So let's talk about the creative influences and I know there this is a hard question to ask anybody, especially somebody like you who does has your her hands in so many different pots um so to speak so you know they can be general or they can be very specific um what would you list as like your first creative influence doesn't have to be a person, but it could be or an experience or uh, you know an ideal a mantra uh like maybe starting if we're if we're doing it chronologically in those high school years um yeah who did you look up to or would you you know
1: yeah uh, I was super obsessed by Naremi she's a she's an Australian photographer I remember finding her work um long time ago and that was like it was just I don't know her pictures are like super raw she like photographs like intimate pictures of her and her boyfriend or like um, her like friends if they have like a picnic and everything and then I was super obsessed and got a camera and I started like color grading yeah. so I'm super picky about like the color grade and even in my interviews but like pretty much everything stems from her I was like reading her blog she had like crazy lifestyle Um, just like grew up in the countryside I think she's like her dad's like aboriginal or something and it was just a super different lifestyle to like what I've seen in Hong Kong I mean Hong Kong is like super like finance So that kind of, like, put me in, uh, like, wandering, like, dreaming kind of way I approached art. So her and then, like, over the years, my pictures became more, like, loud and colorful. And then I was obsessed with, like, um, like Cobra Snake, um, Tida Emmons, like, Mm -hmm. a lot I love. And then I started using a lot of Flash.
2: Oh, okay, and yeah,
1: that's how, those were like my main, like, which still are like my main photographer influences. Totally. They haven't changed. I still like look up their stuff all the time. <laughs>
0: and what's, what's the common thread there? Because they're all pretty different, you say, um, like photography styles or whatever. What 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 about all of them or, or the or the differences um, have you picked up? Like you say kind of more of the dreamlike quality from, um, from Nir, Nir, how do you pronounce it? Narami? Narimi. Narimi. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I Googled it and I have the name in front of me. <laughs> Um, and then you know kind of the louder maybe choices from others so was it was there always kind of a narrative behind the picture a a story to be told or was it more landscape or there were usually models or you know
1: subjects. yeah I always shot like fashion with the models but it's actually interesting because I feel like in person I'm kind of like a shy person not really loud and it was like through my photography that I was able to be like this super loud person like did a lot of club photography which is actually like super like I don't even go out but (laughs) it was just kind of this part of my personality kind of like a wallflower right yeah and then like or even kind of some of my pictures were like sexy like a lot of my parents like don't like a lot of my pictures (laughs) but then it was just kind of this personality of me that I'm like really not in real life and it was just like portrayed and then those photographers kind of just embodied like that side of me that I'm like not really in person If that makes sense No absolutely
0: kind of like a, you like the yeah. look of it And you, you're like I want to do that But I don't really know how So that's, that's yeah, how you or like
1: I don't live that lifestyle And yeah. there's also this other photographer called Theo Goslin um, He's French and he does He just goes on like road trips with his friends And shoots and with film mm-hmm. And like that's something that like I can't do like growing up in Hong Kong So I like right. dreamt of all these things That I could do and then like Wanted to shoot kind of like that. So that's kind of how it came about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think the visual, you know, the element, it's so, you're so good with it. I mean, you do really have a brand just as far as like the, the filters you use or the color gradients you use, like, and that's really cool. And as somebody who's. I'm pretty much strictly audio, um yeah, you know, I need to develop that um <laughs> but it, it's it's I respect that a lot, and i your videos um they all have like the same very l a color scheme, um you know, really nice, bright colors, and I don't know, it's really cool that you've transferred oh, you. <laughs> that knowledge and I, I mean, you don't even realize really what these creative influences. I'm trying to like tell your story through the influences, and it's kind of funny mm. how like these things come out, it's like, oh yeah, wait, I didn't really realize, you know, we all learn yeah, from yeah, yeah. what we're surrounded by, what we, what we take in, what we're so obsessed with. And then it's like, that's kind of what we put out too, but like better or more, you know, nuanced. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> sorry, back to you. so, <laughs> oh, <that's> so sweet. <laughs> um, okay. So we've talked about photography. We've talked about your photography influences. What, um, what's your dream photography situation or shoot like or have you done it like what what do you want that to be a continue to be a main thread in your life or do you want it to be like something that you also do um and and do what's your like big thing that you still are like craving like is it a road trip photo shoot what is it do you know <laughs>
1: I think combining everything, like, I actually was thinking recently, like, wow, I really want to just, like, go on tour with, tour with an artist, mm-hmm. like, Shoe, and then also be able to, like, vlog and so make it more intimate. So that would be, like, amazing. Like, if I went on tour with, like, Charlie XX or something. Yes. Oh but my actually, gosh. one thing that I did that, like, even now, it's probably the most surreal thing I've done, like, photography and just, like, my whole life was growing up, I was super obsessed with, like, JoJo. Mm-hmm. And then. I got an email to, like, interview her. This is way back oh. for, like, Seaheads, and I was still in New York. I was, yeah. Oh, no, I was in Boston. And then it had to be a Wednesday. So that was actually, okay, my bad. I skipped school that day just to shoot JoJo. But oh, I yeah, you did. Five-hour bus to New York, photographed oh her and five-hour bus back just to do that. And that was, like, the most, like, rebellious thing I've done. And, like, I'm still, like, <laughs> I'm so glad I did that. <laughs> so, I love it. And I remember, like, the whole thing. I was, like, wow, she's, like the one like I don't even like just because she kind of shaped my whole life Mm -hmm. even though I like don't follow her as much now she like shaped a lot of like my teenage years so that was like the most real thing i've saw. yeah and th- like yeah that's i think amazing. probably just because she was there from like there listening i was listening to her music since then yeah i guess it would have to be like my early influences that would be like that maybe even like hillary deaf or something which is kind of ridiculous <laughs> no, but that not. would be cool to put back.
0: i respect that <laughs> um so so let's talk about that about jojo so you you grew up in hong kong Um, were your friends, any of them, were they American or did you go to American school or were you kind of like in the, you know, that school system? Like how were you like the oddball for loving all this like American pop culture or?
1: Yeah. Um, well I went to a British high school and all of my friends were mostly like Chinese or like Indian, Uh actually a lot of Indians in Hong Kong. Okay. And I didn't really talk about music at all. I was really into sports. Like I was the fastest really? swimmer in my high school, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I was like either sports or like studying. So that's great. Yeah, I like trained a lot all the time, and uh-huh. I didn't really like bring up music. It's just like because it wasn't really a common thread between like me and other people. So I just like didn't really bring it up. Yeah, and it's just kind of like stuff I listen to in my own time. So probably even if you ask like people in my high school, they'd be like, "Oh wait, she." is interested in music they they would have no idea
0: that's hilarious but that's cool though because (laughs) because it was such a personal thing and that's probably what makes it even more special to you is it's kind of like your your secret special power when you're in high school and then and then now you hear you are doing that and it's like hey (laughs) you're making it yeah that's awesome (laughs) um so um okay so then let's see where do we want to go from here what what else did you want to talk about influence wise are you ready for the next one
1: is that is my would that be my video number, like interview influences? Or? yeah,
0: we can talk interview influences. great idea. okay <laughs> so yeah. so you said you, you've mentioned some some internships that you had. um was there ever like a you know a series that you followed religiously um or even like a public figure that you followed or whatever that you were like that they are so poised they know how to ask things and when to ask them and what to ask um or was it just kind of more organic than that?
1: I'm laughing because of the poise part, but I was super, <laughs> I'm, was i like, still now into No Jumper, and he's, like, not really a <laughs> voice. You know, oh, my God. Like, my boyfriend's know? obsessed well, with that
2: podcast. I was in oh, my gosh, time.
1: Yeah. Great. Um, So I think, well, he is, like, for sure for this interview, like, one of my main influences. Mm-hmm. Like, the combination of his interviews, like, I'm not really even really into the rap scene. Yeah. But his combination of his vlogs and um, his interviews, I was like, wow, like, I haven't really – well. Back then, like seen a lot of like interviewers who are like also like showing their personal lives and stuff, and I thought it was super cool. Yeah, totally. And, like his candid, like his and like the questions he asked. Right. Super cool. I mean, like. I'm super different to him. Like you can tell, like yeah. his lifestyle's crazy. Yeah, that is <laughs> but, totally true. Um, but no, that I mean, really opened my eyes and I was like, wait, like who's doing this for like electronic music? Mm-hmm. And then that's how, it, like, I was like, oh, wait, right. maybe I should You're do like, this. I am.
0: Damn it, um, <laughs> that's so cool. So it's funny that you mentioned No Jumper because uh, actually, I, I'm not. I haven't listened to that a ton, but I always like get in my uh, boyfriend's car and he's listening to it. So then I, I do. But um, he. His branding has an influence on mine. Not like I have much of a brand, but um, oh but he the way he uh, does his like podcast photos with like the overlaid um, you know logo or whatever. Oh yeah. I was like mm-hmm. early on. I was like, oh, I need to do that. You know, so that's what yeah. that took away. Um, but that's that's really cool. Did you listen to his interview? It was he interviewed
1: Andy Dick? Right. That was crazy. I don't remember. I it's so funny. I watched. I listened to a lot of. Um, Porn stars, <laughs> <laughs> that and then like a lot of. I'm trying to think because I really like that he interviewed a lot of females. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, and there were and there were pretty much all porn stars, actually. Now I think of it. So, <laughs> so <laughs> question then, mark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but I mean that's then, cool. Give them a give them a voice as well. Yeah. Um, um
1: but cool. and then some rap. I'm trying to think who else like Elijah and Christine's one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty much. It kind of like, and he also interviewed a lot of like LA people. I think that's how like I started listening to all like yeah. the girls because so they were doing something in the community, right? Um, like the people who throw concerts or yeah, promoters um, and stuff. Like fashion lines, he yeah. interviewed them, and then that's how I started getting into it.
0: That's cool. Um, and and so while we're while we're on it, let's talk about LA and the community and how that's like affected. Um, how how you've booked all of these guests or you know what what has that process been like because i know you know from the outside it's like well she just clearly is very well connected and she can call all these guys and then they meet up and they walk around and they talk but i know that it's i as a person that books you know i know that it's difficult and also shout out to you for like responding to my email within five minutes <laughs> and saying yes i was like this girl knows of all like, people yes, this. <laughs> yeah, she knows the about the ask um so tell me tell me your secret there or or, you know, was it a? did you set a lot of these up before you moved to L.A.? Like how how did that work? Or has it just been like, you know, smooth sailing?
1: Some have been collabs with sea heads and they have like a really big presence.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: how I was able to get a lot of the bigger acts.
2: Yeah, definitely. And
1: then the kind of the smaller ones, I guess they like hit me up or um, I've just reached out like Sweater Beats, Manila Killa. They're like really good friends of mine. Cool. And then that was just like a really easy thing. And then they were like, "Okay, let's just do it."
0: And you're yeah. you know Robo Kid too, right? Mm. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, tell me about that. Um, Did you guys live
1: together, or was there some kind yeah. of yeah? <laughs> um, his roommate's my boyfriend. And then oh, so okay. like before I like got my own place here, I don't know if he, like my boyfriend's a O but before I Definitely. like got my own place, I was just like living with them for like a month or something. For so sure. I've known him like. When I first met my boyfriend, like they're all in moving castles together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like three years ago. Yeah,
0: definitely. Oh, that's so cool. And so, tell me a little bit about. How do you your... know RoboKid? Um, again, my boyfriend. Um, his name is Paul. I'll stop referring to him as mine. He's not mine, but this person, <laughs> and he has the that collective palettes. And so, him and um RoboKid kind of like started out together in the same scene and and so they've just kind of always supported each other and kept in touch um oh okay
1: um, then he'll probably know AO Beats they're all from like the northeast yes yeah.
0: yeah exactly um and and tell me about that relationship with AO Beats does he have a first name <laughs> or do we just refer to him as his artist yeah, name yeah Andrew okay yeah. cool how did you meet
1: um we met through Brett like um who did Daily Beat and then Brett manages AO Beats cool so, so and then AO Beats was there. um he was doing like a program in new york Mm -hmm. um and then i just hung out with him and then like since then it was crazy um it was like a three-year long distance
2: oh my god (laughs) Because
1: i was like school in boston and then he did some like grad school in london so like we weren't even like in the same place for three years and only like to like, when I moved to l a this was the first time in the same city together. It's That's crazy. insane, yeah
0: <laughs> I can I feel your pain. I was long distance with someone who was English and in England and it was like it was two years, and it was really hard. Mm-hmm. um you know, yeah. and it's hard because with long distance relationships, it's like only people who have been in them understand this but all of your time together is really pressurized like you have mm. to have a good time you
1: know <laughs> so yeah in, in my experience the and then like I, i'm the type who like looks up like when i visit one. i like look up all the things to do, look at all the things to eat and i was like intense to do this but now it's like so nice to even be like oh like what are you doing tonight and that's totally. just such, like a different it's like a novel yeah but, lifestyle
0: yeah but you, you, really like, so cool. you really appreciate it you really appreciate it right you're like okay this is mm-hmm. Amazing, and I can see you every day. And then it's a whole kind of new relationship once you move to the same city. Um, yeah,
1: it's totally different, and it's been super awesome. Oh, I'm
0: so glad to hear that. That's that's super great. Um, and and tell me about his music a little bit if you want to do a little plug. Um, and have you interviewed yeah, him? Sure. is that a thing that you don't haven't done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't interviewed. him I interview him daily. His music but... first. So he grew up like listening to a lot of hip hop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then. I think because of like moving cast they started doing more like feature bass and stuff right. and then over the past after he like graduated um, sorry. over he graduated after he graduated he started doing a lot more like sessions and like pop music and like doing stuff with like writers and um, he did like Sadaka's EP song with like Eric Nam who's like one of the biggest Korean pop stars mm-hmm. so wow. he's just getting super into that like um, producing and like behind the scenes but he's also doing a lot of shows he's on tour with like Jai Wolf right now
0: no way yeah (laughs) wow that's so neat good for him <laughs> and and as a creative power couple, um, do you oh help each other a lot with with work, or is it kind of separate, or is it like a hey, listen to this song that I made, or like hey, watch this interview before I release it and give me feedback, or or is it kind of just like good job, babe, you know, what's the <laughs> dynamic there? Or I mean, I'm sure it changes and has changed since you moved to LA.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like he's more, he helps me with a lot of, like, strategy or, like, how I should, like, who I should interview next or, like, mm-hmm. who's on the come up or, like, even stuff with, like, branding. He's really good with, like, thinking big picture, mm-hmm. um, and that's been, like, super helpful. Yeah. So, he does that. Oh, and also about the interview thing. It's so funny because I, I, I just know him so well. I'll just be, like, I know the answers and stuff. Yeah. But then he's also <laughs> just not, like, a like a video or, like, a camera person. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It might just be, like, the thing that, like, people wait for, like, a year or whatever and get excited and, like, maybe we'll drop it. But, like, he's not yeah. that, like, type of, like, video person. That's
0: hilarious. That's that's funny because, Paul, um, my boyfriend, said that he would be on – because I wanted, I wanted to interview him right away, you know, because I was like, that'd be so fun because we could talk about your collective and blah, blah. And he, said, <laughs> he, he makes music, too. And he was like, no, I want to be on episode 1000. And I was like, ugh fine but it's good because it's like yeah i've talked to some of his
1: and or, people are hyped for it ex- yeah <laughs> it. exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> um so now i have to make it to episode 1000 <laughs> which who knows <laughs> be. um but yeah i've talked to some of his artists and it, and it is fun kind of being like you know i don't know it's, it's all it's a really nice community that electronic la music community which i never even thought i would you know be i'm not really a part of it but you know be involved mm-hmm. with it all but then you know you date somebody and and then you get into their music that they like and it yeah it's happened and it's great and um yeah so many of the artists that you've interviewed are just like blowing up tell me about some of your favorites that you've done then we'll get back to the my favorite
1: yeah I think Troy Boy wow like even in the intro I was like I listened to your stuff like four years ago and like
0: I I watched that that one
1: yeah that was like probably the craziest one for me just because like how much like I just remembered listening to him, and he wasn't even really that big then. He was like surprised like four years ago. He was like, uh-huh. oh I just started too. Yeah. And then just like hearing his stories and stuff about like growing up in the UK and then like he's also just such a like a warm and like happy like mm-hmm. person and like totally. super charismatic. And yeah. then just the whole thing was like super smooth and was like super fun. Like I love when it's not just like question and answer, it's more like bouncing around like thoughts and like and sometimes like he's so funny so like I was yeah. laughing
0: so much in the interview. That's great. Yeah, just like conversation. Exactly. And um would, would you say there are you don't have to name names but have there been any instances where you know because it's high pressure like having to take care of that camera. I don't know how you balance it so eloquently, but um oh or, or evenly basically it would be like bouncing all over the place if I did that. But um <laughs> ha- have there been any hiccups or has it been pretty much, you know, right on i think
1: for the first the for the most part it's been pretty smooth the only like problems have been like the weather because it's so hot and yeah. i like feel bad at like walking half an hour and especially like because some of them are so dressed up for like me taking pictures that they're yeah. sometimes in like heels and like you know you have to be like in a comfortable setting so right. i think that and like it's just been mostly like the weather if it's too hot and mm-hmm. they'll just be like not you make it makes you like less into it if you're like super sweaty yeah
0: uncomfortable, so it, that's right. like
1: Honestly, the pretty much the only problem that I've had is just like if they're kind of just like out of it, just to due to like other circumstances like weather.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, if you want uh, a little cooler weather, stop on by Chicago because it's like I don't know, twenty degrees today, and it snowed last night. So, if oh my you gosh, change it up. Like really cold. Though. Oh girl, my feet are still cold. I've been inside for almost an hour, and like they're not the thawed hell? out yet. It's the worst. I <laughs> can't wait to get out of here. Um. So that's really cool though. And, and what do you think about you interviewing them? You as someone who is kind of the same age and, and in the same place where you're like, you're making your mark, you're doing the work, you're starting a thing. And they're all kind of like making their mark, doing their work, starting their thing. Like, how is it for not, a, I don't want to call it an amateur cause you're not, cause you're very established, but like someone who's not, you know, <laughs> fucking yeah. no jumper, you know, um, interviewing mm-hmm. in, interviewing someone at kind of at, at a similar level is that helpful or is it you know how do you why do you think people want to be interviewed by you I guess is what I'm asking
1: I think maybe because I always like took the time to like interview them so much I mm-hmm. think that's how I got a lot of like the candid answers and like I'm not have like, maybe if I'm, like, super big, someone would want to do their, in- like, research for me. But, like, for the most part, like, I interview these, like, I research so much about these people. Yeah. And then I feel like that, and you're right, probably the age thing. Yeah. Um, but I nothing something that I really thought about, because, like, even when I was shooting, like, doing photography, when I was 15, some of the, like, models, like, from Russia, they were, like, 15 also. Yeah. 10. And now that you think of it, I actually did, like, click a lot with them in, yeah. like, three-year-old, like, wardrobe stylists <laughs> who were, like, <laughs> In the same thing. But that clicked to me more. Yeah. like models. So they feel comfortable. But for interviews. I guess now that you say it. That could be. That could be like a reason. Why they're like more comfortable.
0: And you know what. I think it's really cool. That you're doing this. As a woman. And I know it's like. Ugh. I hate kind of. You know. Making that. Even it's like. I shouldn't have to say like. Oh she's a girl. And she's having. She has her own thing. But it's like. It is a big deal. Because it's like. How much of that do you really see. in, In that scene particularly. Or in any scene. Like. You know, it's a big deal. Um, have you, how, how has that been? Like, I know it's, you don't know because you don't have anything to compare it to, but do you feel like you're kind of one of the only ones out there, or is there a bigger community of like women in podcasting or vlogging, you know, than I know about in LA?
1: I'm not sure actually, because all my influences have been male. Um, <laughs> I feel you. Girls, same. <laughs> I guess that's like what's telling then. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so far it's just been like, it made the makes the conversation a lot more like I don't know just like more fun. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know because it's hard to say. Like I never really thought of like being just like a female, but then it's just that's like, good
0: that you didn't have to think about it. Really means... fun
1: to like chat and they're like able to like open up. I guess if I was like a really like maybe like a stupid super like confident guy, like super buff. It might be like different. They could probably open up less. I don't know. I'm just right. making things up. No. no Maybe I just seem like a person who's like easy to approach and they're like able to open up.
0: Totally. So I, I, I absolutely hold that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the case for sure. Um great. Um so now that we know a little bit more about you and the vlog series, let's talk about a couple more influences. Um I don't know. I don't know who else you want to talk about. Uh, you know, we could go with some something that's directly influenced, like the format of the show, or um, you know, someone who you want to be. You know, not be, but like be like someday. Like a, a, I mean, your Instagram, like I said, is like pretty amazing. How how did you grow that following, by the way?
1: Oh, from like shooting people like who are pretty big on Instagram, and they like credited me.
0: Hell yeah! All about that. Yeah. that photo cred. That's great. <laughs> So cool.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I guess kind of a bit, like, different to that, but, like, growing up, I was just super, like, shy, mm-hmm. and I, like, got, like, Ds in, like, class participation, and... They
0: graded your class participation? It's, like, crazy... Sorry? Did they grade your cr- class participation?
1: Yeah. Is that not a thing? In Hong Kong, they, like, grade it.
0: I mean, I guess it's a thing, but I don't feel like it's, like...
1: I don't remember. Maybe because I was really yeah. good at it. I, I remember was like, the, when I had, like... <laughs> teacher meetings that's like yeah. something that the teacher like always highlights and I was always like I don't know just like thinking about I'm like wow I'm just gonna always be someone who just like sits at a desk right But yeah, I yeah. like won't like speak up in class mm-hmm. so actually like doing this whole like interview thing has been like wow like I can't believe I'm doing this like because totally. I'm, I'm so bad at like public speaking and like thinking that like thousands of people would watch this yeah. so just even that has been like crazy to me and even just like I think I just haven't really seen too many, uh, I don't know, like more inter, introverted interviewers. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them I've seen on TV have just been like um, like talking over each other like super loud and like that's something that I like really didn't like watching. Yeah. So uh, I think kind of just like making the way, it's sounds kind of, kind of like weird, but like making the way for more like introverted, like shy people doing, I don't know, like doing more stuff like – in front of the camera, stuff like that. Yeah. That's something that like, I want to do more. Cause like, I think it also brings a different type of energy. Totally. Um, like I let the person speak a lot and like just small things like that. I think that's what, how people like felt like my interviews have been like more honest. I just like pretty much just let them go on and on. And I'm like, okay, then next question or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's really cool. And I was literally watching that, that interview with uh, Nash this morning, um, I couldn't sleep. And I was like, well, I'll do some research. <laughs> um, so, and, and I, I wanted to watch it anyway, but, um, I noticed, cause you know, I also interview people and it's funny, I've, you know, we have way different styles. Um, but you, you really do ask the question and then you get out of the way and they answer it. And it's like, you, I mean, you, you do, con- when you do contribute, it's good, but it's like, you're so, you know, that the interviews about them and I really respect that. Um, I will tell mm-hmm. you that for sure. Um, oh, thank you. And I love what you said about like kind of giving, you know, shy, the shy people uh, like a little inspirational, you know, <laughs> thing. And and your videos are so um, they're really intimate. And, and I think that you're right. That's what that accomplishes that kind of like. Um, it's really a conversation. I feel like I'm walking uh, right in front of you guys, like facing you and just not uh-huh. contributing to the conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, have you gotten to know LA better by walking around it with artists? <laughs> I've honestly been in
1: the same areas, <laughs> but it's, it's whereabouts of, like, like, the like noise Silver Lake levels. or. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, So like, um, yeah, sometimes like artists, like because they perform in Hollywood, right. They, it's, I would have to do it there, which like uh, it's not the best because of the the noise levels. Yeah, no kidding. And I I'm all super the tourists. Busy about that. And especially, it's kind of weird. Like you don't really think about it, but like the intersections, like it kind of kills the moment if you have to wait for like the light, like to cross. <laughs> so I like prefer oh, like longer streets yeah, and like residential, no cars. One. yeah, like, no one to bother us. Mm-hmm. so kind of like stick to like the same area yeah yeah like uh i Park and like silver lake that's pretty good
0: that's where we want to move so there you go oh i'll see you walking around um that's <laughs> that's really cool though uh i i mean again it's it's such a brilliant way do you know of anybody else that does that like the walking and, t- and interviewing or did you kind of kind of just get, say yeah, really i, like I walk. mean i
1: was thinking like if i had to do interviews like I don't know, I just kind of feel uncomfortable just, like, sitting down. Like, I would do it, but then I would not get the same. That's also, like, the thing, like, I feel like walking around, like, I'm pacing right now, (laughs) but, like, that's kind of the idea where the channel came from. Like, whenever I'm on my call, I'm, like, pacing and it, like, helps me, like, think of ideas. Right. That's, like... And then even with the interviews, like, sometimes they're like, oh, like, do we have to look at the camera? I'm like, no, you can just, like, look up, like, most of them just, like, looking at the trees or something ridiculous. But, I love that, though. Yeah, that... that's how, like, the idea came from, and, like, I don't think I've really seen anyone do it. I was just kind of like, oh, well, if I were to do interviews, let's mm-hmm. just make it as comfortable as possible, and that would just be walking. <laughs>
0: and it, it takes the pressure off in so many good ways, you know, because it's like, as, yeah. I, I'm in a studio right now, and... I know that people who are nervous to be interviewed in a studio are are nervous when they come in here because it's intimidating, and I get that. I mean, I've been doing radio since I was uh, 14 because my high school had a radio station. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Mm, hashtag suburbs. Um, But it was great, and it was the number one high school radio station in the nation, just saying. Uh, Not while I was there, but it is now. (laughs) But, um, But, yeah, so I'm so used to it that it's like, you know, for me it's just another thing, but then really I'm sure a lot of anxiety comes from sitting in front of a microphone and having to, like, Focus on whatever this is, but, but you provide this whole other aspect of it. I don't know. I love it, and I love that, you <laughs> know. You're moving. You're always moving forward in the podcast or in the in the vlog, literally because you're walking. But then yeah. also in the conversation, like you and I. I don't know if you always have done this, um, but I just noticed it on the Nash one. Was you have like the the title cards kind of like teenage years, you know? So you're you're like you're really doing more with the editing. You know, and then like college, or you know, has that? Yeah, was that what it started out as?
1: Or yeah, actually, that's the thing. Like, because I was in Hong Kong, I couldn't really like interview anyone that had all this time. Yeah, to like really like hone in and like think, like, okay, like what do I want it to feel like? And I kind of like those old style movies where they have like chapters. Yeah, totally. Like that's how I was inspired by that. It's just like chapters of a life, and it's more of like a biography. So that's how I decided to do those, like, title cards.
0: I love so I did, that. So it is, like,
1: childhood, teenage years, and music. And after that, everyone has, like, the different stories. So I was only able to, like, do three, one, yeah. three of them. Right. Um. Yeah, and then just, like, my logo and everything, I thought it all of it out, like, beforehand. So I was, like, that's the good thing about, wow. like, <laughs> just living in, like, Hong Kong that I was able yeah. to, like, think about, like, the colors I wanted to use. And then, like, when I was in L.A., I was like, okay, like, I figured out how I wanted it to be, and then I was just going to, like, do, do it. it all, you That's know. so yeah.
0: cool. Maybe that's what I'm doing here in Chicago. I'm just kind of figuring it out, and then I'm going to just
1: own it <laughs> in L.A. Yeah, I don't know exactly. what that that's is. I just but... need some, like, free time and just, like, really think super hard, because I feel like if I had I moved to L.A. and started doing it, mm-hmm. I would have, like, had the wrong equipment like, didn't really color correct it and then just realized, like, wait, let's just improve it. So it's right. better to like have it like all thought out before. Yeah,
0: that is so cool. Um, And you you have like a vlog presence as well, right? Like separate from maybe the did I watch something where you went to like the rope? Was it Robo Kids or who has the new storefront out there?
1: Oh, yeah. Moving Castle. Moving yeah. Castle. Oh,
0: OK. Yeah. That was, yeah, I think uh, we watched that, and it was really cool, and <laughs> Paul was like, I was invited to that, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: so. Yeah, I actually have a different channel that I've been uploading stuff, but mm-hmm. so my side work was kind of new, and that's how I was able to, like, figure out how to, like, vlog, I, mean, I still don't really know how to vlog, but, like, what kind of things people like to see. Right. So, like, that one I started when, that was, like, the one that I was concentrated most on, like. That actually has more subscribers than my sidewalk talk. Really? So, like, pretty much the same now. Yeah, only, like, 6,000 or something. But with that, like, I did completely different content. Like, in Hong Kong, because I speak Cantonese, and that's kind of weird because, like, I'm Eurasian, and people really like seeing that. Yeah. So, I did a lot of Cantonese vlogs, and my dad's, like, Caucasian. Right. So, he speaks Mandarin Cantonese, and people, like, that's still, like, people are, like, super amazed by that. Yeah. So, I did a lot of, like, family um like vlogs with them. We did a lot of like, uh, like went to restaurants and like taste stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I somehow became kind of like a blogger there. So, like, beauty and like food bloggers. So, like, restaurants or like fashion cool. brands, like, send me out to do stuff. And that's how I like that. Also, started doing like one video a day. So, that's how I realized like it's not that hard. You just like go to film your day and like edit it. Yeah. So, it was like with that, that I was able to like n- understand like how to kind of like build a bit of a community and then like what people want to see.
0: And did you find yourself ever um, or did you catch yourself like doing something for the vlog? Like, Oh, I've got to do this for the vlog. I've got to say this for the vlog or like, have you, does your, did your life ever feel like a reality show? I've never vlogged. And I want to start actually that's on my list. i on my list of goals after I watched your Nash interview. I was like real hyped up and I was like, yeah, I want to make some (laughs) goals. I was like, I want to do a (laughs) vlog.
1: How do I do that? Um, So what, you know, I think, yeah, sometimes, like, especially in Hong Kong, because I did a lot of, like, stuff with, like, a lot of, like, social. I didn't even know I was doing that. It was kind of, like, really different. But mm-hmm. then, like, really kind of doing some stuff for the blog, but, like, I didn't mind at all because I would be either, like, just at home. So I'm yeah. actually, like, super glad that the vlog even, like, put me out there.
2: Right.
1: So, like, I would be doing stuff with the blog, but I was like, you know what, like, had it not been for this, I might just be like, oh, like, I'll just stay home mm-hmm. but because I want to get good content and, like, <laughs> get, like, make it exciting so i was really like okay let's like what if i went in here and like film what that would be like so it's just that's been like really glad for like i was able to do it for the vlog yeah (laughs) so nothing really bad so far yeah
0: no that's that's super cool um are there any vloggers that you like look up to or um watch daily or you know are you a poppy fan
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i i watch a lot of like Eric Conover he's a New York he started doing a lot of videos with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. he's based in New York Elijah and Christine they're so funny and then like I recently started watching this guy called like review of the week and he's just like a food blogger but he's like nothing he's like I feel like a lot of like food bloggers have been super like high energy and um just like oh let's like eat the steak really fast like stuff like that but he just like sits in his car just stares at his food for a while <sighs> and then is like his like talking sounds like sorry i'll say that again and then you can cut that up yeah um cool. yeah his talking just sounds like he's like critiquing an essay paper but it's just like kfc oh my god <laughs> i'm just That's been, like super obsessed with it and like people just like because he's just so different um and he like wears suits for his interviews. he like uh, for his videos he like takes him so seriously and he's just like doesn't really care how about other people are like uh-huh Like, he's, like, recently a huge inspiration Just, like, because I think I don't know, he's really, like, old school He listens to, like, the old type of radio Just, like, sits there And (laughs) that's just something I'm like, wait, like I really love this, it's so different to everything out there Yeah, that's
0: amazing So, So, like, he doesn't really take himself seriously, basically (laughs) Um, That's funny that you say the old type of radio Because I literally, like I said earlier I'm about to produce the old type of radio (laughs) Uh, I can't remember what it was It's, like,
1: the channel's um like the, am the, uh, is it i don't know it pe- it picks up like international frequencies. oh oh like okay cool like, it's uh... like in between am and fm it's like there's one and it's like he posts his stuff on there and it's just like all, and all the channels on there are like weird and you have to like get it on like randomly i don't know it's like super weird i can't remember the specific like acronym X- is it like it. satellite like xm radio might be is international I can't really remember Yeah yeah
0: I think so Serious okay. like Sirius XM whatever Um that's cool though Um yeah wow that sounds he sounds hilarious I got to check him out Um <laughs> yeah And uh yeah okay so then there there's our vlog vlogspiration as we call it <laughs> Um <laughs> so what do you how do you want to round this out Do you want to talk about you know goals for the next couple of years I don't know I love to hear yeah. about people's dreams and and stuff and it, it already sounds like you know how to make these things happen maybe maybe let's talk about that you you touched upon it earlier you you emphasize the importance of like preparation um, and then also like doing things for the content um, but w- would you have any specific advice for somebody who wanted to you know be creative quote-unquote or get into this you know not even this particular thing but like start a project and follow through on it like what what are your big pieces of advice yeah,
1: yeah. actually I saw this like um somehow my videos have been like posted more and more on reddit and like I read the comments mm-hmm. and some guy was like oh like I was really wanted to do something for music and like couldn't really think of an idea yeah but I feel like most of my ideas just stem from like what do you want to see and like what isn't even really out there right and then that will be like other people like want to see that too like um i was just because i just wanted to initially do like electronic music like nothing out there then just do it so like just think mostly just like what do you actually want to see and i think that helps for a lot of like ideas you have yeah um so that's the initial part right how i yeah other than that I think it was just mostly that, like if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have even thought about my podcast or interviews or anything. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's so, so true, because there's so much out there these days that you kind of like think of something or not you. But I, you know, I would have these ideas before I before I started this, my own thing, you know, I'd have an idea and I'd be like, yeah, somebody probably already did that, you know, or I'd be like, well. Why Why would anyone want to watch that? You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's a confidence mm-hmm. thing. And I don't know if that's, you know, just being a human, um, which it might be. Not everybody's born with like the, you know, I can do anything, you know, everybody will watch it and everyone will love me confidence. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you want to expand on that or just like, you know, not everything's already out there. There's lots of content. How do you get know? like, how do you like, do you work a lot on hashtags or, um, marketing or you know you said you you are into like analytics like what to mm. what percentage of your time do you spend on that and versus like how much of the time you're really doing the content production yeah
1: I think analytics not as much as I want to be like I really wanted to be like just optimize it so much just because that's like pretty much I went to like school and like all my experience and like I really should like Tr- like transfer it back yeah but um i think just because of, of the quantity of interviews i put out yeah. and a lot of the artists ha- um have the same fan base so if i get like a new fan they'd watch like 10 in a row or something um, <laughs> yep
0: we've done that
1: yeah and so reddit helps a lot like yeah. i've seen like my quick interview got posted there and like some other ones virtual riot and mm-hmm. they also have like really intense fan bases yeah so they would just share it and like everyone would come right um and then, like, I'm trying to, like, optimize, like, the keywords and, like, the descriptions, stuff like that. And um, I was just looking at my analytics yesterday, and a lot of the people come from, like, internally in YouTube. So it's not even, like, Twitter or Reddit. It's, like, wow. coming it's up on their, like, homepages. Like, so that means, like, yeah. there's something I'm doing with my SEO that's, like, not bad. Right.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Do you, Do you, like – I don't even know how YouTube works. Do you, like – uh, what is it boost it like you can on Facebook or do you like do a Facebook ads or whatever or has it really been pretty organic
1: it's organic I haven't really figured out ads I've, I was just like looking into like Reddit ads or mm-hmm. other type of ads um, I did one like long time ago on like Instagram yeah and it didn't do that well but mm-hmm. I think I think it's because like it's really random like you would just scroll through and you were like you're not in the mindset of like you right know I mean like an ad has to catch you mm-hmm. and I feel like if I were to do like like my ads, I would do like montages, like with uh like titles of like yeah. their names and like have it like listed all out kind even of like, even like a lineup. YouTube
0: pre-roll. Like who was it that uh yeah. um, who was it that like made their start in like the, the Lamborghini? You know that vlogger dude? Oh what's his oh, name? Oh, I'm trying to think. He was just on um they just interviewed him on uh the Is it H three podcast or whatever? Oh his what oh, name. Of...
1: Oh, wait, so like Joji? No. But no.
0: Wait, let me look. I uh Jake Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul. Oh, okay, yeah. Um so him he did the pre roll thing on YouTube and, and people made fun of him, but I mean he's got He's got it made now. I don't
1: know. Oh, my gosh. His whole family is on YouTube. I can't imagine what new audience he already has. He has right. Whole, whole yeah, I think it. that's just how he got started.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, goofy. Um, okay, so we've kind of put it all together. Um, and now this is your last influence. Um, and it could be, like, maybe someone who you really look up to, but, like, maybe they didn't fit into any of those other categories, like someone who just, like, presents himself well or or someone that you really want to work with, like maybe a little shout-out. Um so maybe a musician that you like look up to now and, and want to interview, like just whatever you want to, however you want to end this.
1: Mm, I'm trying to think. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, That's what
0: it's all about. Thinking.
1: Um, I think it would be cool just um, because a lot of my ideas are like what are like blo- like uh, blogs or like websites doing, and I'm trying to like video make it into a video like mm-hmm. interviews um like for example billboard or something they do interviews roundups like i want to start doing roundups i want to start putting on people on like have separate series like top five acts out of like iceland or something yeah and then i also want to like interview the people behind the scenes yeah like um they don't get writers at billboard or something right and
0: they they have so many good stories but like people don't really think to interview them so yeah did exactly.
1: you see i need to that's are, what I want to do is start putting on, like, more behind-the-scenes totally. people, like, even photographers to, yeah. like, tour with all these artists. So that's, right. like, the next step. And oh, like,
0: that'd be a cool series. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm starting to do.
0: Um, Did you – are you, like, into Chance the Rapper at all? He's Chicago, so, like, we're all into him here.
1: Um, oh, actually no, I never really grew up listening to rap in Hong Kong, so I never really was like, <laughs> yeah,
0: never really gleaned <laughs> yeah. onto it. Well, you know, there's still there's still time. Have you listened to Brock Hampton? Mm-hmm. I know they're also rap, but they're yeah, killing it.
1: Of all rap, there's something that I really like because it's like something different. Yeah, um, and I watch all their interviews. Oh my god, they're I so good. Probably like I understand a bit more. Did you um, see And I guess cuz they're still pretty new so it's not really hard to like backtrack and like listen to old stuff like yeah. for me to get in Chance the Rapper I'd like well like go all the interviews back and Yeah, have, like, no totally. To, go through to really like understand him as a person. Right. Well the interview so, yeah. that
0: I was going to mention uh related to Chance the Rapper is um his manager was interviewed on uh, by uh who was it by? Oh, Complex um oh. and it's a really great interview. I you might enjoy it. it and you you kind of get to know Chance, but you don't need to know him like cuz it's all yeah. about the manager's experience. And it's funny, he's like this Exactly. He's like this huge Nordic looking like white guy with like long blonde hair. His name is Pat the Manager cuz Chance the rapper Pat the Manager. Um, <laughs> and um and so yes <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a cool interview though, it gets really in depth into like that. Yeah,
1: exactly. So actually one of the things I was watching when I was still in Hong Kong was like the Red Bull ones. And I was watching Alex Tume, um, Young Thug's Engineer, and that one was like, Wait, like that's why I wanna interview more people behind the scenes. Right. And exactly. he had like he had like such a crazy story about his come up and like those people weren't really interviewed a lot more. So I really love like what Red Bull is doing too. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Um, but speaking mm-hmm. speaking of Brock Hampton, really quick. I mean, how cool is you know what they're doing?
1: It's oh like, my gosh, oh. I love it so much because I understand it because I started off as like a photographer, and those people are like, don't really. They're like kind of in the team, but not really, mm-hmm. and they're like really they're photographers are, like, on the same level as, like, the musician, which was, like, crazy yeah. to me. they're, like, so self-sufficient. That's why I really love
0: it. They're doing all their own merch mm-hmm. and all their own videos, and, and the music, obviously, is really great, which helps. Um, And just the whole, like, collaborative thing, they all live in that house together. Oh, God, that's a dream interview right there. Um, yes. I mean, did you see – Um, they were just interviewed by, like, an MTV thing. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I, I saw that. I thought that was really well done. Like, honestly, interviewing groups because I – uh, even, like, interviewing duos are a mm-hmm. bit difficult. So, yeah. like, um, I think her name is Gab. Gabby. I can't remember her yeah, name. Gabby. Gabby. Gabby, yeah. So, like, she did a really good job. Like, that stuff is pretty difficult because they have such different personalities. Yeah, and that would be, be intense. To able to, like, have different people answer, she right. did that interview really well. Groups were really hard. Yeah, no, definitely props to her. I mean,
0: even, like, just the whole, like, not enough microphones per, there were, like, 11 of them there. So, it's like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, the hell I only three months. yeah, I actually <laughs>
0: reached out because um, they were in Chicago a couple months ago. I you know they've been on this big tour for Saturation 2, and I was like, you know what, screw it. I'll just ask. And so it's funny because I was I grew up really into like the well, this isn't about me, but um, just for some context um, really into of Montreal and kind of like the the indie pop scene um and like the shins you know oh. all that yeah. um and so but of Montreal was like my big one and I would like follow them I've seen them like 15 20 times I don't know if you even know who they are <laughs> do you? <laughs> they're no. super yeah exactly uh, but I do I've I've uh gone out with them you know after the show when I was 18 and oh. almost went on tour with them And that was like I thought that was the best night of my entire life you know I mean it's funny um <laughs> growing up and then being like okay uh but but yes. So, okay. Weirdly, this is just a funny story about like publicists because I reached out mm-hmm. because of Montreal was coming to town. So I reached out to their publicist whose name was like Naveen something from like some mm-hmm. whatever in LA. And I was like, Hey, can I interview Kevin Barnes? Um, you know, I've listened to the band forever and, and it's this really unique podcast that like, cause he doesn't really do much press anymore that of Montreal has been around for like 20 years. And the guy was like, sorry, they're not doing any press right now. And then I was like, okay, treated. Okay, thanks for getting back to me. And then yeah. and then I saw Brockhampton was coming to town like a month later. I mean, it was a while later. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just ask again. So I was like, okay, I'll ask their publicist. And then same dude, totally different, like – completely different scenes I was like isn't that weird so I emailed him I like <laughs> yeah. from a different I emailed them from a different email address just like coincident or just like because whatever randomly and I was like hey just wondering if blah blah you know and they were like he was like oh no Hampton's not doing any press sorry um thanks for reaching out and I was like damn it and then the third time's the charm was when of Montreal actually came to town and I wanted to go so I emailed him I was like me <laughs> again <laughs> uh can I have a ticket and he was like yeah I'll give you like press pass and and uh, press credentials and I was like okay
1: <laughs> so that worked oh, out but you made it. Yeah. yeah I made it I
0: didn't get to interview anyone but you know <laughs> yeah whatever um but isn't it funny how it's kind of like do you go through publicists much or is it more like the artist directly it's
1: mostly through publicists. publicist yeah um, yeah I kind of prefer that just cuz like they know, like, the artist's schedule. Artists sometimes don't even know their schedule. Yeah, that's true. And everything is, like, a lot more set in stone. So, right. like, if it's confirmed for three, they're, like, on time. Because sometimes I feel like if I talk to them never, I feel like, oh, wait, like, let's just change the time. Mm-hmm. But then they won't really, like, tell their pres- like, publicist to tell yeah. me, like, if anything changes. And, like, um, so I think it's just, like, more set in stone to go through a publicist. Like, if they're my friend, I'll just hit them up. But, like, yeah, just, like, everything to be – like on time and yeah. stuff like that no yeah.
0: absolutely um, that's cool and that's something like I said that I'm not super familiar with yet so I need to start just like kind of pushing myself to do that um, mm. <laughs> because I'm sure in LA it's like that's kind of what you have to do um, mm. but but yeah well cool thank you again Lauren so much for, for making time for this I know it's a Saturday when we're recording this and I you know and I know you're busy so I really do appreciate yeah. this yeah. Oh, did you want to talk about, like, upcoming stuff? Oh, yes. That's what we're doing now. Um, Thank you. Okay. So, last little portion. Let's hear about what you've got coming up on the, on the burner.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I want to do more, like, roundups and mm-hmm. um, putting, like, certain people on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I'm... It's kind of funny to think about, like, because my family, they're not really... I don't want to use the word, like, entrepreneurial, but, like, yeah. in Hong Kong, everything is super, like you work nine to five and like actually nine to seven or whatever it's right. long hours yeah but like um yeah so like that's kind of like all i knew yep but then like some part of my family because like my mom came from like a province in china and like to make it out there you have to have like her own business yeah like my uncle lives in philippines and oh. he has like an extremely successful like tea, cucumber business and cool. like Charleston. yeah And it's just like and i'm like well like and then my other, like, uncle does, like, um, tech stuff or, like, uh, like engineer stuff. So, mm-hmm. and then, like, my parents have always, like, my dad um, just does, like, minerals trading and, like, has been at his job for, like, 30 years or something. Totally. But then, like, recently, like, after, like, right before I left Hong Kong, my mom was kind of like, oh, I see you as more, like, the entrepreneur one of the family and your brother, like, the 9 to 5 one. And then it, like, clicked to me and I felt like I had to, like, do more of that because I've always been like, even in like school, doing like business projects, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And yeah. then I'm like, wait, like, no, I feel like before my mom's kind of like, you know what, just like have an easy life, just work for a company or something. And right. then now I'm like, wait, she actually thinks that I like have the skill set to do it. So then now I'm like, I really want sidewalk talk to be like my main thing. Yeah. And she, maybe one day it's like interviews are just a portion of like what I'm doing. Like, I want to get somewhere with my interviews and then maybe I'll like put out merch or like do something else. Totally. Like like, have like multi like kind of platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll like drop the talk and like overarching things like sidewalk and like my interviews are a portion. Mm -hmm. And now I've just been thinking of stuff in like a different way of like maybe there's like a bigger thing out there that I'm meant to be doing. Right. And interviews are just like a portion of it. Exactly. Maybe a Netflix show is in your future.
0: I mean that's what how you make the money right Netflix I don't know right now Um, no that's that's really cool and I think that and thank you for bringing up your family I meant to bring them up earlier um are they all still back in Hong Kong are they in the states
1: yeah my brother goes to school in Boston oh great I was just um, in Boston last weekend (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of funny because like I went to Northeastern, and then he's going to Tufts, and I kind of like convinced him to go to the Northeast. Yeah, but I was only there for one semester. I was like, oh, I kind of feel bad, but I mean, he loves it there. So, <laughs> right, yeah, he's like nearly graduating, and my dad actually it's kind of crazy. His life's kind of crazy. That's why people wanted me like interview him. But he, when he was 18, he, um, he like studied. He was like super into Chinese and studied abroad in like Taiwan, and since then he's been living in Asia. Wow, so he's like come like super Asian. <laughs> and that's like super cool to me so he's like listen yeah, he's like, like lived in asia
0: longer than longer than yeah, he lived in like, america
1: he's so good at chinese like he, he does like a lot of work in china for yeah. his like minerals trading and he's like on the phone with them then he meets him like wait what you're white like oh my so awesome. that's like,
0: amazing so
1: cool yeah
0: <laughs> one of my best friends thank you one of my best friends actually um from birth like long story short her parents and my parents are really good friends and she was born three weeks before me on my parents anniversary and i was born three weeks later on her parents anniversary so it's just kind of a weird connection a cosmic (laughs) friendship um but she uh is living in taiwan funny you say that right now uh teaching english um which is like such a such a post-grad thing to do like well, I don't yeah. have any prospects, so I'm gonna go to Asia English. and party a lot. Yeah. Um, but she loves it. I mean, I haven't. She she left February of 2016, and she still hasn't come back. I'm like, girl,
1: come back! Oh my gosh, that's pretty long. I feel like most people can stay. I am pretty surprised how long my dad stayed. Yeah, no <laughs> I'm kidding. Right to my mom, but.
0: <laughs> so do you have his family that you like are close with? Do you see them a lot? Are they like American? His like parents and you know
1: extended. Oh, family? you mean here in California? Yeah. yeah. I have an uncle in Oakland, but like that's about it. Yeah. Don't really see him that much. He's from my, like dad's side, of course. Wow. But, like that's about it. Yeah, I don't really have family here. Most of like my closest family are in like Hong Kong or Philippines because my mom grew up in Philippines and I used to visit like two three times a year, and I'm super close to them.
0: Okay, that's that's cool. So yeah. do do you get home a lot, or or is this just you not really? Well, I guess it's expensive, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, expensive. My mom just visited me, so that was, like, really awesome. That's good. You kind of get your but, fix, um, and then you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, early next year. I don't know. I just, like, was, like, kind of done with Hong Kong just because I couldn't really do much, like, creatively. So I right. be, like, visiting my parents, and they've, like, just come out here to visit. I mean, I haven't been here that long, so maybe, like, I'd visit soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, for Christmas, do you think, or staying I in I think, LA? like,
1: it's kind of – well, like, now that I don't really – well now that I'm doing like work from home and mm-hmm. like data uh, analytics stuff I can be like anywhere. That's so great. I feel like I can just like go anytime and probably better to like avoid like really crazy times. Yes. Like Christmas or whatever. Right. Like so much going on. So yeah. probably just like randomly in February or something.
0: Cool. So you'll have a uh Christmas in LA.
1: Yeah. Or like maybe visit my grandparents or like like my or like my boyfriend's family. Mm-hmm. That's the plan right now
0: yeah. yeah oh that's cool and have you have you had a think <laughs> you've had a thanksgiving in the states before right
1: yeah i've had it with my grandparents and then like i just don't really get it it's still so ridiculous it's such a big deal here <laughs> and like i never really celebrated so i was like oh okay, okay okay like i don't know what like everyone just like visits like their family and it's kind of crazy because like the u.s is so big right and i was like oh I visit my it's family and then, but then in hong kong it's like Wait, you can just like do that anytime. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, um, that's funny.
0: But no, it's true. It's, it's such a typically American thing. I've actually hosted several of my European friends uh over the Thanksgiving holidays because they're like they're in the states and they're like I really want to have a Thanksgiving with a family. Like, can I? You know, I'm like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, there's the yeah, turkey. I,
0: you know, take a been, picture." Like with my
1: grandparents. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. I think that was really nice. only like once or twice just with my grandparents. That's about it. So
0: what are you going to do this year for Thanksgiving? Do you know? For
1: Thanksgiving? It's oh, wait, like three I'm weeks. Confusing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just Two be weeks. here. Yeah, okay. My boyfriend's playing a show, I think, in San Diego. <laughs> so oh, I'm going to go to the show, I think. <laughs> that'll
0: be fun. Yeah, I'm sure you'll yeah. Be, there'll be a lot of turkey around, so you can do that. <laughs> or not. I'm, I'm vegan, so I don't need a tr- turkey. Oh, but, um, yeah. But yeah. So cool. Okay, well, there was a tangent, but that was a fun one. Um, Okay, so where can people find you um, online?
1: Yeah, so YouTube would just be like Sidewalk Talk. Mm -hmm. Um, Twitter is like Sidewalk Talk Show without the O, because I couldn't find the one with the real show. (laughs) And then uh, Facebook I don't remember the URL, but I guess it's all just like sidewalk talk and then yeah. um, Instagram is sidewalk talk show. And everything else for like me personally is Angle Lauren okay. with one L in between.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Got it. So check mm-hmm. her out because you will be entertained. You'll learn. You'll feel like you're friends with these cool mm-hmm. musicians that you never would have met. And uh, and it's just, yeah, really congratulations. And, and you know, keep oh. on keeping on, girl, because you're oh. fighting the good fight for sure.
1: this is so fun thank you
0: so much no absolutely thank you Um, so I'll end it here Uh, again Lauren Engel host and creator of Sidewalk Talk photographer um, and just powerhouse media talent Um, thank you again for joining me
1: oh this is so cool thank you so much really
0: thank you this (laughs) is Lease FM